Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Good. Did you have training today already? Yes. Nice. How's it going? Good. Still hot, but <laughs> it's oh, going <hot>. good. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, you've had quite a season already. Thank you. The record for goals scored in a rookie season. Like, what do you credit that to? <laughs> um, well, first, I feel just like very blessed to be on the team that I'm on. Um, and I think, you know, getting to start my um, career on a team that, you know, had a lot of change and just kind of started from square one at the beginning of the season was kind of like a blessing in disguise. Like I think a lot of people doubted us and what we would be able to do coming into the season, but there's so many talented players that stuck with the team and decided to stay. Um, and I do accredit so much of it to my teammates. They've, they are unbelievable players and um, to be blunt, they make it really easy for me to score when they put the ball in the box the way that they do. So yeah, my teammates are huge. I give a lot of credit to them um, for goal scoring for sure. Is there any teammate that sticks out that really like took you under their wing since it's being your first season? Yeah, um, there's definitely been a couple. I would say uh, when I first got here, definitely um, Carson Pickett, Abby Ersig, um, and Merritt Mathias. I think those are three people that were super influential to me, kind of just finding my way on the team and getting my footing, you know, starting out being a pro at a young age and just coming from the college game and everything. They, they really guided me and just kind of like showed me the ropes and, and taught me what it's like to take care of yourself when you have heavy game weeks and, and just all the things that they've learned in, in all of their time and how established they are in the league. Um, becoming close with them and getting their guidance was something that was really helpful for me. Is there anything like specific each one of them did like, or that you looked up to them that they did for you? Um, I think not necessarily that they did for me because I think in, in what I just said, they did a lot for me and just taking the time to like help me out and like just check in on me and make sure that, you know, I was getting what I needed and everything as they did for a lot of the rookies. Um, but I think someone that, I definitely like when I first got here, I was just kind of like observant of was definitely um, Abby Hersig. Like not only is she the captain of our team, but her work ethic is unbelievable. The way that she carries herself all the time. It's not just in training. It's not just in the locker room, like all the time. She's just very professional about what she does. She's very professional about her recovery, about the food that she eats, just like her entire lifestyle is based around being successful in everything that she does. And so she was someone that, when I got here, I was very observant of like the way that she is kind of in and around the team. And, and yeah, she's definitely, I mean, obviously it shows on the field how well she takes care of herself and the way that she prepares herself for um, our games and everything. But yeah, she's definitely a really, really good captain. And I don't think the team would, would definitely not be the same without her. It makes such a big difference when you go on to a new team and you have someone that immediately makes you feel comfortable. And, you know, it takes that initial kind of stress off the situation of being new or, or a situation feeling like it's a little bit bigger than you. Did you mm -hmm. have that experience uh, in college as well? Um, yeah, I would say I did for sure, because college was another place that I went to young. I went early. 
Um, I graduated high school early and I was there in the off season. Um, and there was definitely players there that did the same thing for me. They had been playing for a couple years already, just like upperclassmen and just kind of saw a potential in me, which I really appreciate that they, you know, took the time to invest in people that they, they saw had potential. And I'm grateful that they thought that I was one of those people. Um, but yeah, in college, I definitely had a similar experience. So coming in here and getting that kind of all over again, just at a different scale was really comforting. I love that. And it does, it makes all the difference too. And now, mm -hmm. so right now you are on just a major goal scoring <laughs> train. Have you ever gone through periods of time where you're like, holy crap, I cannot get the ball in the back of the net. And it's yeah. where that, that, the frustration of that. And I'm just wondering, have you ever gone through that and kind of what did it feel? How did it feel and what did it do to your headspace as a player? Yeah, I think there's always going to be times when, you know, you're going to get, especially as a forward, you get opportunities in a game that you don't put away and you come away from a game with win, win lose or draw. Like you want to score goals. That's like your job. That's what you get paid to do is score goals. So I think in college, it definitely happened a couple of times. I came off an injury my first year, just like different things that happened and, I think something that was really big for me was understanding that I don't have to measure my performance by how many goals that I score. Although that is part of, you know, my role on the team because I'm, I play up top, you do need to score goals, but there's a lot of games where you can do so many good things and you can still get a win. You can get an assist and you can help your team win, but it doesn't mean you have to score a goal. And I think that's something I had to get through my head pretty early on when I would let those things like beat me up. Like I would kind of beat myself up like, Oh, I haven't scored a goal in like a few games or whatever. I think it's important to note that like, there's so, so, so many other things that you can do well in a game. And just because you didn't score, doesn't mean you didn't play well. So I think that's something that has taught me to like analyze other parts of my game because it also goes both ways. You could score two goals, three goals in a game and not play well at all. Not, link up right with your teammates not have good touches like it's just the way the game is so i think making sure that you analyze all parts of the game to to decide whether or not you had a good game is important not just analyzing by your statistics like scoring goals that's so so true and it's so easy to get caught up in the stats when the stats are what everyone you know the, all the highlights are about the stats mm -hmm. and but i love that you bring that up what are some of the things uh as a player that you pride yourself on that are not simply goal scoring. Yeah, I think um, coming out of college, I was getting really, really good with my holdup play, my back to goal, because I was playing like center forward, true nine. Um, and then when I came to the courage, we we're playing in a two front. So that was something that I really had to get adjusted to. It's not so much back to goal. There's a lot going forward. I'm like running at people, which like I didn't really have to do too much when I, I was always back to goal in college. Um, so that was something that was part of my game and still continues to be part that I'm trying to develop just kind of in a different way than it was in college because we don't play with three forwards. Um, but yeah, I think I am obviously trying to improve on like how to move in a two front. Like it's really different when you, you have more responsibilities when there's only two people up there attacking and defensively. Um, but yeah, I think. Also, luckily for me, I am very tall. So I do use that to my advantage when it comes to like heading the ball or just being like an aerial presence, even on defense, like not necessarily just in our attacking third, but also 
trying to help out on defensive corners, defensive set pieces. Um, that's something that I wanted to make sure I got really good at because just because you do have a, a height advantage doesn't mean you're going to be great in the air, just as well as there's a lot of shorter players who are incredible in the air. So yeah, that's something too that I've, I've always been working on. Is there any players that you watched growing up that you kind of wanted to reflect your playoff of? Like we've talked to goalies who are like, oh, I'm tall. I'm going to watch tall goalies. Like were you focused on tall players or were you just focused on players who had similar play to you? Or did you like watching people who had different styles so you could take pieces of their play? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I like watching players with different styles for sure. Um, one person it's, it's funny cause she's actually, I believe she's a defender, but one person that's like unreal on set pieces, um, and in the air because just pertaining to me being tall, um, is Wendy Renard. She's, uh, she's French and I believe she plays, um, for Olympic and yeah, she's unbelievable in the air. So I remember, I think it was the last world cup that I was like at home for the summer and I was watching and this girl was just scoring everything that was in the air was hers and like her dominance and just like her attitude to win balls in the air was something that like, I really loved to see. And I wanted to learn from, um, but more of like an attacking perspective was Sam Kerr, 100%, which I feel like is the easy answer for any forward. But I just think she's, she's just a very different player. Like she can score a goal, any type of way you ask her to. Um, so not only, just like being a goal scorer, but just finding a way all the time. So she was someone that I've, I've looked up to a lot. And I think she's a really incredible player. It's pretty cool. Cause now there's probably so many younger players who are watching you who are like, I want that someday. That must <laughs> okay. be feeling. Did, you, did you always know you wanted to play professionally? Yeah, I always knew. Since, really? Yeah. Since I knew women were playing professional sports, I wanted to play. <laughs> That's awesome. And did you play any other sports growing up? Yeah. So I actually, I played basketball pretty much just as much as I was playing soccer up until like, mm, until I was about to go to high school. Um, but it's funny because I always tell people that I played before I was tall. So I was playing basketball and I was like one of the smallest people on the court. And then I got to high school and I grew like six inches and I was like, man, <laughs> I could have stuck with it. <laughs> That's funny. Um, Anything else, Alana, before we roll into rapid fire? Yeah, I would love to discuss with you, too. So we know your dad is from Ecuador mm -hmm. and your mom's from Mexico, right? Um, yes. Just made your debut for the Mexican national team this April, which mm -hmm. is awesome. And I can't even imagine what that felt like. But uh, I'm just mm -hmm. curious, what did that moment mean to you and your family? What did it feel mm -hmm. like? Um, and do you have any goals for yourself going forward with that? Yeah. Um, Mexico making the decision to switch federations was took a very, very long time. I've had my Mexican passport since I was 15 or 16, I believe. Um, just in case that opportunity presented itself, we want to make sure that I would be able to kind of make that transition smoothly. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of conversations with my family, a lot of prayers just going into that decision. Cause it is a big one. It's, it's one that's pretty much irreversible. Um, so, and to do that, you know, so early in my career was, was hard, but I think it was the best decision for me. I think when I first got here in the preseason, um, with the courage, I was kind of not losing my way, but just kind of playing in a new formation and being in a new place and not knowing very many people, my confidence wasn't great. 
Um, and going into my first camp of Mexico just kind of allowed me to just like reset and be in a new environment again and just kind of find my footing and, and score goals again and just get more comfortable and more confident with myself. And I honestly don't think I would be having the season that I'm having unless that, unless I went to that camp, that camp like really changed a lot for me and it brought me a lot of confidence. Um, and yeah, the fans in Mexico are unbelievable. So that's been really, really cool to experience um, how crazy it gets. They just doesn't matter men's or women's they, they live and breathe soccer. So it's really, really cool to be able to play in Mexico, get full stadiums and people just really just going crazy social media in person. Like it doesn't matter. Like they're very, very great fans. Um, and just getting to play in my first few games with them. We played two games, um, my first camp and the game, our second game we played at home. So we played in Mexico. So that was my first time like playing for Mexico in Mexico. Um, and my parents were there. So that was like a really cool experience that I got to share with them. And it's just, it means a lot to me, not only like for the soccer and representing, you know, somewhere that I'm from and, and my heritage, but just to kind of be able to include, you know, a whole new side of my family into what I'm doing. Cause I've only played for the U S I've only played in the U S. And so for them to see that, you know, I've taken on, you know, the colors and like, I'm playing for Mexico and I'm representing like a whole entire side of my family has been a really, really cool thing to just kind of bring everyone kind of, I just feel like I'm, I'm playing with everyone with me whenever I'm doing that. So it's really cool to, again, just be able to like honor my heritage and like represent where I come from and acknowledge, you know, that part of my life. Cause it is really important to me. Um, so yeah, that was, it's been a really, really cool experience and I'm very glad that I switched. I was going to say that must've made the decision a lot easier knowing that mm -hmm. you know, all came full circle and to have that feeling, it must be amazing. Yeah, for sure. Do you have any goals for yourself like, or for either of your teams in the next few years? Um, yeah, I mean, I obviously like coming into the league a little bit younger and a little bit early. Um, I wanted to not really skip a beat. Like I was hoping that my transition from college to the pros would be this smooth. Um, and I'm very grateful and, and blessed that it has been. Um, but as it goes for goals, like I try not to like, Although I do have personal goals for myself, I don't want it to be about me. You know what I mean? Like I want it to be about the team. And as much as, you know, if it's a goal of mine to be rookie of the year, like that is incredible. And, and I would be so honored if, if I were to achieve that. But, you know, if our team doesn't make it to the playoffs, it's just not as sweet, you know. So I just I hope that, you know, we have a stint of games coming up. And if we can get the job done, we still have a chance. Um, so that would be really great for the team to be able to kind of come from, you know, bottom of the table for the whole season, for the whole first half of the season and hopefully make a playoff run. Um, but for the future, I think next year, you know, again, this is our first year as like a fairly new team. Uh, I think next year will be really, really good for us in terms of now knowing, you know, the personnel and, and how people are and, and building chemistry with each other. I think next year will be a pretty big year for the courage. And I think um, we'll be able to start out a little bit stronger, even though, you know, we came off the challenge cup, which is really nice winning that. Um, but just kind of keeping momentum and, and getting to know each other better and, and how we play, I think next year will be probably a stronger year for us, which would be nice. Hopefully make a playoff run and, and bring another star above our crest would be nice. <laughs>
Definitely. You guys have such a long season. How do you stay focused and stay healthy during that? Because everyone we talk to is like, it is a long season. Like, yeah. what's your secret to help you <laughs> or the team? Yeah, I mean, I'm still learning, but um, I think the off the field stuff is like just so incredibly important. Like what the decisions that you're making after you play 90 minutes and you have training all week or you have a three game week, just like it's all the stuff that you do in between what you're eating, how you're sleeping, that is really going to keep you going. And I think that's something that we're about to learn here very quickly. We're about to have like two, three game weeks back to back. Um, and, you know, sometimes little slip ups here and there in those kind of interim times don't seem like a big deal. But I think times like this where we are about to have all these games, it really shows, you know, who's taking care of themselves and who's not. And I think everybody's different. So I think although it's fine to like take tips and see what other people are doing, like a lot of people are in the gym on their off days, but for some people that might not work. So I think it's important to just kind of as quickly as you can figure out what works for you instead of just kind of delaying and, you know, kind of being like, not too diligent about your recovery. Like it's just really important, especially at this level to get on top of that and figure out what works for you as fast as possible. Because like everybody else said, it is an incredibly long season, especially coming from college. You only play for three months. Yeah. And that seems like a long season because you're playing just as many games, but it's only three months and it's just, it goes by like that. So I think another thing it's like playing in the middle of the summer I was like playing every fall and the weather was beautiful in Virginia and it's so nice. You play at 7 p.m. And then I came here and we're having like one o'clock games on a Sunday. It's like 95 degrees in North Carolina. Like it's just like a lot of new environments and just like training and playing in different conditions that like it just forces you to you have no other choice but to take care of yourself and be ready for all the games. Yeah, definitely. I like that point you made. It, it's every person's recovery is different. It's great to take bits and pieces for other from other players, but like you have to see what works for you. Yeah, totally. All right. Um, are we good for some rapid fire, Alana? Yeah. All right. Would you rather go on to carpool karaoke or dancing with the stars? Carpool karaoke. Ready. Would you rather spend the day in the gym or on the field? um on the field iced or hot coffee hot hot and mm-hmm. is that a hot take <laughs> i feel like it's hard for most people to decide that especially when it's like summer but like, everyone's iced. i just i don't have multiple coffees throughout the day so like i feel like if i was drinking coffee all day i'd probably say ice but it's yeah. just one in the morning and i'm done so like that's why i pick hot. yeah i like hot in the morning <laughs> i wish i only had one a day <laughs> Would you rather go out or stay in? Stay in. You have chips. Are you choosing salsa or guac? Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, that's tough. I would say guac is like a safe bet. Like it's probably good wherever you go. But salsa is like, I'm a little bit more particular. So I'll say guac. (laughs) All right. Fitness test. Beep test or 300s? Oh, goodness. Uh, Beep test. Or you have a day off. Or are you going to binge a new TV show? Or are you going to binge a good book? TV show, unfortunately. <laughs> I wish I was a book person. I'd it's television. <laughs> Would you rather order takeout or cook dinner? Cook dinner. Oh, are you a good cook? 
Uh, I'd like to think so. I only cook for myself, but I think it's good. <laughs> Specialty. Sorry. What like what do you make well? Um, I make this dish that's like from Ecuador that like we always have when we go over there, and my mom makes it a lot. And it's not really like anything different in terms of like the actual food, but it's just like the way that it's plated. It's like white rice with like a a steak and then like a uh, sunny side of egg on top with guac and tomato on the side. Sounds great. I'm yes. yeah. <laughs> All right. Would you rather swim with the sharks or bungee jump? Bungee jump. You have a day off. Are you going to get a haircut or a pedicure? A pedicure. <laughs> All right. Last question. What's your biggest soccer girl problem? Oh, man. Oh, I wish I prepared for that one. Um, I would say, I would say like if you're playing in a drill and the, like the other team has like expectations and rules for the team that they're playing against in the drill, but when it's their turn and it happens to them, they have no problem with it. Like when I, when the ball's like barely over the line, when I have it, it's out of bounds and you're raising hell about it. But when it's you, it's fine. And we're playing on, and then you're scoring on us. That is my that's, biggest. Hypocrites. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on. It was great to chat with you and we're so excited to continue to watch you just crush it on the fields. And hopefully we get to see you play in person soon. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate it. It was nice meeting you guys. Nice to meet you too. Have a great day. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks, you too. Bye.